0: Who's that knocking on the door? Alan Weiss, The Uncomfortable Truth. Do you know some people crave awards? They'll do anything to get an award. Some people pay to have their names in Who's Who. And Who's Who is simply a a scam where you pay money and you buy books. And in return for that, you get your name in the book. I had my dog in Who's Who once. But as some people say, all the awards in the world and $2 will get you on a bus. But without the two bucks, you don't get on the bus. I remember I heard my good buddy Marshall Goldsmith speak once, one of the first times I heard him speak. He said, awards are nothing. I have awards coming out my ass, he says, indelicately. Others crave far less, you know. In Little Shop of Horrors, there's this giant uh, blood-eating plant called Audrey. And Audrey thinks anything with blood is plant food. Sure does look like plant food to me says Audrey all the time, and another person disappears. Sure does look like a ward season to me. You know, there's a, a story of a dragon who appears on a kid's bed, and the kid sees this little dragon about the size of a small dog, and he tells his parents there's a dragon inside, and his parents, of course, don't believe him. The dragon gets bigger and pretty much soon fills up the kid's room, and the mother cleans the room, but still she ignores this dragon, so the dragon gets still bigger and it fills up the entire house. And one day the father comes home from work and this dragon has its tentacles and tails and claws on all parts of the house. And the father says, we have to do something about the dragon. And starting at that point, the dragon got smaller and smaller until once again, it was just a small dog-sized animal on the kid's bed. And the parents said at dinner, What do you think it was that caused the dragon to grow like that? And the kid said, maybe he just wanted to be noticed. People want to be noticed. When I'm out, and I'm out often at meetings or holding meetings or facilitating meetings, I always thank the bussers. I always thank the bartenders. I always thank the room service people. I thank the people pouring water because what they do is important. And not enough people say thank you. They might get a small portion of the tips that go flowing by, but you just need to say thank you. And they're amazed when you thank them. They always smile and say no problem. Now, I'm interpreting that as you're welcome, but that's the normal status of things, no problem. Well, I know it's no problem, but I still appreciate your work. I always try to meet and compliment my buyers, assistants, and secretaries. They're important people when you're scheduling things. They're not important in terms of getting a deal, but they're important in getting things done. And very few of them receive thanks in their own environment. Some of the airlines, most notably American and Delta, give out to frequent flyers recognition certificates. And so if I feel a ticket agent or a flight attendant or anyone else has been especially helpful and delightful, I just hand them one of these recognition certificates. And it usually goes into a lottery where they can win prizes or get trips or whatever it is. And sometimes they can save them up actually as a sort of a purchase option to buy things. And they are always, always grateful to receive them. You'd think you just gave them a few hundred bucks. And when I'll give a flight attendant two of them, give one to her colleague in first class, the colleague will make sure she stops by, he stops by my seat to thank me because it means a lot to them to be recognized. I told two flight attendants once in the galley that they were so good, they should be the model upon which all flight attendants are based, and they should get out of the airplane and just train others. And they were just about in tears. And they said, nobody talks to us like that. Have you seen people who have raised their hands to be heard, but they're outvoiced, as I call it, by those who simply shout out, You can't prefer anonymity. You can't prefer to be low-key and off-the-radar. And so it's one thing not to worry about awards or to worry about awards, but it's another thing to worry about being heard. Hence the title of this podcast. Who's that knocking? And they have to hear the knocking. The normal human condition is not to find people who haven't said anything and get them to speak up. It happens in some facilitated sessions, it happens in some focus groups, it happens with some enlightened facilitators where they say, "Hey, we haven't heard from you yet, but most of the time the person who speaks out is heard and the person who waits for the right moment is never heard. Have you ever felt uncomfortable in larger conversations in which you don't have the experience to participate in your opinion, in your mind, and therefore you're just sitting there for minutes and minutes and minutes, watching this game of tennis go by in front of you, back and forth, back and forth, between and among others. That's the uncomfortable truth. You have to get in and get involved. Ask questions. You don't have to contribute from experiences if you have none, but you can ask questions, but you're probably afraid that your question will be stupid. We shouldn't have to do something award-worthy to merit acknowledgement. That's my point. Our daily contribution should merit it. And so the act of bussing a table, the act of taking care of passengers, the act of providing directions, of stocking shelves, all of those are important duties, noble work, and you don't have to get an award to feel good about it. Acknowledgement is never sufficient. Of course, we need fulfillment. We all need love. But you don't get love from work, you get love from relationships. However, to be ignored routinely, the other side of that, is devastating. To be part of the furniture, part of the background, part of the scenery, that's devastating. Have you ever heard someone say, you were there, I didn't know you were there. So if you want to be acknowledged, if you want to be seen, if you want to be felt, short of awards, pay someone else a compliment. That'll get you on their radar screens quickly. You want to get a reporter's attention because you want to contribute to a story or you want to get into that newspaper and be heard and read, start your message with, I loved your story on, and that will get that reporter's attention. Number two, voice an opinion, even if it's controversial. Let people hear from you. Here's what I think about that. Don't just nod your head and hold your finger in the air and see which way the wind is blowing. Number three, don't wait for acknowledgement, shout it out. Don't be afraid to tell people what you've done. Don't be afraid to say, this is what I accomplished for this client. This is how I handled a difficult situation. This is how I dealt with my son's misfortune or my daughter's success. Number four, make a contribution. Money, time, advice, energy, whatever you can afford. But people will know you're there. And finally, never consider acknowledgement or lack of acknowledgement, a commentary on your worth. You decide what your worth is, others don't validate you, unless you set yourself up for that. If I merely speak to my dog, Bentley, he wags his tail. He says, just by my addressing him, thanks for noticing me, I'm here for you. And that's a really comfortable truth.